Welcome to the Christ Church Vienna podcast, gathering the theological and liturgical resources of Christ Church, the Anglican Church in Vienna, Austria. For more information about the ministry of Christ Church, visit us at ChristChurchVienna.org. You are now listening to the Book of Common Prayer service from February 14th, 2021. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts be open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Lord, have mercy upon us and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. We gather our prayers with the church throughout the world on the collect appointed for the Sunday next before Lent. Almighty Father, whose Son was revealed in majesty before he suffered death upon the cross, give us grace to perceive his glory, that we may be strengthened to suffer with him and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The psalm appointed for today is Psalm 50, verses 1 to 6, which can be found on page 476. Psalm 50, verses 1 to 6. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heaven shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it it was was in the the beginning. beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory be to O Lord. Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, 
and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. And suddenly when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Let us profess our faith in the words of the Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures and descended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one Catholic and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and look for the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. May the words from my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and Redeemer. Amen. So I'm sure we've all heard about having mountaintop experiences, and perhaps you have even had an experience, a spiritual experience in your life that you would describe as a mountaintop experience. But I don't think any of us have ever had an experience quite like the disciples in our Gospel reading today. We see three of Jesus' disciples, Peter, James, and John, having the ultimate encounter with God through Jesus. God's glory, the fullness of God's glory, is revealed through him. The mountaintop in Scripture is a place of revelation, of encounter with God. And that is certainly the case here, where God's glory becomes visible, illuminated in the dazzling brightness, disorienting the disciples as God's fullness is revealed to them. The revelation of God's glory in his Son, which we celebrate during the Feast of the Transfiguration in August, is a moment of ecstasy. And here, we have a glimpse of that moment. It is an instance of inspiration received 
through a momentary glimpse of God's glory in Jesus Christ. And that's what it is for us today. For us who have grown weary of crisis after crisis, of everything related to COVID-19, Brexit, elections, impeachments, disorder. It is a difficult time. And Mark's account of the disciples' encounter with the transfigured Christ finds its best parallel with Moses ascending Mount Sinai to encounter God, returning to the Israelites, also in a time of uncertainty, of people who were weary in the book of Exodus. The mountaintop, the place where the glory of God, unseeable, ineffable, is encountered in its fullness. The divine, transfigured personhood of Jesus Christ. That is what we see here today. The reading also finds and recalls the baptism of Jesus. When Jesus first begins his ministry, we find here, in this moment, God the Father directly speaks. His voice is heard. This is my Son, the Beloved. Listen to him. For the disciples and for us, there can be no doubt who Jesus is nor the call that has been given to him and to us. The appearance of the prophets, Moses, Elijah, in the presence of the glorified Messiah is indeed awe-inspiring. They bear witness to who Jesus is. And it is Peter's words that express his desire, his wish to remain. Let's stay here, Jesus. Let's build a tent. Let's set up camp. Let's stay in the ecstasy of this moment. This is driven, no doubt, by the awe that they experience, but also, I believe, a fear. Perhaps also there is a fear with us of what is to come. We must remember that our Gospel reading that we have today, this moment of transfiguration, occurs after Jesus instructs His disciples in Mark 9, chapter 9, verse 6, where He says, that you have to take up your cross and follow me. So no wonder Peter does not know what to say. Because those words, I think, stuck with him. What does this mean if this is truly God? Do we have to follow him along this path? The transfiguration, the glorification of God, is not static. It is a procession that moves to the mountaintop to the place where revelation happens and then returns, empowered by the saving Spirit of God to the needs, concerns, and sufferings of the world. It is a movement of God towards us and our turning towards His Son to follow Him. If anyone want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Transfiguration is the radiance of his transforming and saving action. But this radiance does not stay on the mountaintop. This light, this light of transfiguration does not stay on the mountain. The journey to Jerusalem awaits. The path to the cross awaits. The descent down the mountain below. God does not reject suffering, but takes it up and overcomes it through the luminous light of His Son. 
Think of the words of John 8.12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And now, another image. The glorious radiant light. It is better for us to understand that will enter the world. Light. The light does not allow his disciples or us to build a tent. To hide this light by building a tent would be to put the light under a bushel. But in our case, our mission is to cast our gaze downward, to find a way forward, the path that leads through Calvary to the resurrection and the hope of Easter Sunday. An important question, I think, that is presented in our Gospel reading is why does this transfiguration happen before the suffering, before the cross? Because it is a sign of the glory that awaits. It is a foreshadowing, not just of the resurrection, his victory over the tomb on Easter Sunday, but also of the transfiguring power of God to renew creation, to renew us. Of the light that has come into the world to overcome the darkness, saving hope over despair. You are a part of that story, like Peter, James, and John. And as we approach Lent, we have been offered a momentary glimpse of the intense light, but we cannot remain. As we proceed into the Lenten season, let us with joy and hope in our hearts see these next 40 days as a time of self-examination, fasting, and other acts of self-sacrifice and deeds of service. Let us see this time as a time where God is transfiguring light, is changing us. This light is exposing us, our selfishness, our complacency, our desires for comfort. Let us be reminded that they, through the power of God, can be overcome by the glorious and radiant light of Jesus Christ. I'll close now with a prayer. Heavenly Father, Kindle the light of God's power in Jesus Christ within us so that we may listen to him, taking up his cross, following your Son who is the light of the world. Illuminate the darkness of our lives. In our times of sufferings, may we witness to your joy. And in our times of happiness, may we find humility and compassion to care for others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here in earth. Almighty, ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to accept our alms and oblations and to receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all they that do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also to save and defend all Christian kings, princes, and governors, especially thy servant Elizabeth. We pray for all our leaders that we would be godly and quietly governed and grant unto those who provide counsel and to all those that are put into authority 
that they may truly and impartially minister justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments and to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all of them who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Ye that you truly and earnestly repent of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take his holy sacrament to your comfort and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings, the remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn to him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Saviour Christ saith unto all that truly turn to him. Come unto me, all that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hear also what St. Paul saith, This is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Hear also what St. John saith, If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts.
Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is very meet, right, our bounden duty, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto Thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify Thy glorious name, evermore praising Thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of Thy glory. Glory be to Thee, O Lord Most High. Pray together. We do not presume to come to this Thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in Thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under Thy table, but Thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until he comes again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we receiving these creatures of bread and wine according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. When the same night that he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as often as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Amen. As our Savior Christ hath commanded and taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost vouchsafe to feed us, who have duly received these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, that we are very members and corporate of the mystical body of Thy Son, which is the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through the hope of the everlasting kingdom, 
by the merits of the most precious death and passion of thy dear Son. And we most humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Glory be to God on high, and in peace, goodwill towards men. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee, and we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesu Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. Thou only art holy. Thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.